So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online. Hey, Chris. Hey, Erica. I love your sexy man voice. Hi. How are you? No, that's too much. This is Chris. I feel like you just you just turned up the bass on yourself. Like I picture you sliding the bass thing. Whatever. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting times. <laughs> what are we talking about? Interesting times we're in. Yes. Especially for first date. If it was confusing before to know how far to go on a first date physically. I mean, with COVID, it's even more confusing. And I know we've talked about this with, you know, how you have to communicate more. Like, I've kissed other people, just FYI. That's my uh, COVID voice, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So today, I want to roll back the tapes and share two very different stories about how far or how not far people were comfortable. Well, we were comfortable. (laughs) going on date. Let's roll the tape. So we met online. I don't remember what site, but I do remember that it was a really nice date, partially because the weather was beautiful. We met at Bryant Park in New York. Uh, There's a bar in Bryant Park and we sat, I think it was a, it was a cute like swing seat you know, one of those that you mm-hmm. see on a front porch. Really nice conversation. Wasn't sure my level of attraction, but I'm assessing it. Then we played ping pong because that's what I do, apparently. <laughs> it was a ping pong table in Bryant Park. I won, no big deal. And, you know, nice conversation. So as we're leaving, he goes in, not for a kiss, but to hold my hand. Huh. And <laughs> I immediately ripped my hand away and said, either, what are you doing? Or, I'm not there yet. I I said one of those two things. Uh-huh. You know, I did go out with him again. I liked him as a person and I wanted to see if there was anything there. But the hand-holding, maybe weirdly, maybe not, felt more intimate to me than going in for the kiss. And, and I don't know if I'm in the minority there or not, but that's the second time on a first date Someone went in for the handhold, and I i don't do things I don't want to do. Like, I nip stuff in the bud if I don't want it. I mean, I don't care if we're talking about relationships or restaurants, you know, or right. whatever it is. I always say exactly what I want or what I don't want because that's how you get what you want. So I was just taken aback both times, and, and both times I said one of those two things. What are you doing? Or I'm not there. Okay, so let me get this straight. Okay. What you were saying. Oh, boy. Is that hand-holding is more intimate than kissing somebody on a first date. I know that sounds crazy. But with hand-holding, I'm thinking everyone can see us. This is some level of I want to portray that I am with you and only you. And it's a display versus a kiss you can do in private. You can do that anywhere. You can do that at the end of the date. But the hand-holding to me, I want to make the choice. Whether to hold your hand. I mean, I want to make the choice whether to kiss you too, but would I kiss before I would hold hands with somebody? Absolutely. 
Hmm. So, uh, It's so intimate to me. I, I hear what you're saying. And what's interesting about this is... That's the whole story. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What's interesting about this is I think I agree with you. Uh, what? <laughs> or? So I have pretty much a similar story. Oh, no. You did it. Um, I went to hold somebody's hand on a first date and we held hands and yada, yada, yada. She held it back. She didn't like pull away like in disgust or anything. But, but I she... wasn't in disgust. Let me just say <laughs> I just wasn't in that place. Sure. So she didn't pull back and we held hands. But what's interesting is when I got home after that date, I thought to myself, that was very awkward. I don't think I should have done that. And I've never tried since then. But she didn't say anything. No, she didn't say anything. She didn't say... Do you think most women was... would? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I agree with you. I think that most women would find the act of holding hand, especially with somebody they basically just met, as being a little intimate, a little yeah, bit more think, relationship. But do you think most would say something? Uh, I don't know. I, See, I that's think what they, I, I want to empower. What, say whatever you want, you know? Yeah, say whatever you want. But I do think that more women would probably pull away and try to avoid that contact than to, like, embrace it and say, okay, skip the doo Well, let's make a hierarchy then of things that you would do on a first date versus not. Like, if I'm really into you... Of course I'll kiss on a first date because I don't believe in rules. And if the moment strikes, why not? Yeah, but I mean, look, we're, we're talking about the difference. I mean, <laughs> look, this is how ridiculous this conversation is going to be. We're okay with kissing on the first date. I know, I know. We're okay with, on some level, having sex on the first okay, date. Okay, speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> but we're not okay with holding hands well, on the first date. maybe some people are. Just... Holding hands to me connotes a relationship, and I want to make the choice whether to show everyone seeing us that we're together. I don't have to show everyone if we're kissing. Okay. Do you think I'm crazy? No, because I agree with you on this. On some level, I <laughs> actually understand what you are saying. Okay, so along those lines, I'm thinking, if someone put his arm around me, I'd be more comfortable with that than the holding hands. Though on a first date... Again, it's a little much, though I wouldn't have a problem. Now you're going to think I'm cuckoo. I wouldn't have a problem, you know, as we're walking, putting my arm in his arm, you okay, know. Okay, yeah, but putting your arm in each other's arm is actually a sign of, you know, chivalry on some level. So I put that on a completely different scale, and that should actually happen more often than it even does today. Yeah, and I so, might even hold your arm if I'm afraid I'll fall or something. Yeah. But, but look, I think there is some interesting things, especially from the guy's perspective, because when we talk about like making the first move, making the first move doesn't always mean no uh, kissing. kissing. It, it could I mean like... I never really like, thought about that, any uh, first move. Right, like rubbing your back, helping you through the door. And while I'm helping you through the door i'm caressing your you know your back to help you through right those subtle caressing. yeah no no those subtle uh -huh. movements mm -hmm. is is an attempt from a guy mm -hmm. to build that intimacy and that physical connection and show interest to lead up to more physical activity sure i also think again i hear myself and i i think it might sound crazy but i don't think it is i also think a forehead kiss, a kiss on the neck, even a kiss on the ear, even if it's not on your lips, that to me is more intimate <laughs> than a kiss on the lips. Because, look, I've kissed people on the lips who 
I know it's not going to be a thing, but I don't let people kiss my ear. Kiss, kissing my forehead, to me, is a very intimate thing. Sure. Okay, so what is more intimate? I'm going to give you three options. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. What is more intimate? A kiss on the forehead, a kiss on the lips, or a kiss on the cheek? Which one is more intimate? I could go both ways. In some situations, a kiss on the lips, and in some situations, a kiss on the forehead. But a kiss on the forehead, to me, is completely different from a kiss on the lips. A kiss on the forehead is emotional. Sure. Whereas a kiss on the lips is physical. Okay. Does that make sense? It, it does. Let me walk through another situation. Let's okay. say you're oh, on I a date. I love multiple choice. <laughs> Let's say you're on a date and your date is walking you back to the car and you've had a fabulous time together mm-hmm. and he goes and he kisses you on the cheek goodnight. Honestly, I would think that was strange. That strange? Yeah. Even if it was a gentlemanly kiss on the cheek. Be like, like what's Thank the deal? <laughs> I am like loving this conversation. I am too. Uh. So I, uh, I have on the line <laughs> the person who... Tried to hold my hand on that fateful first date. And what did I say to you when that happened? I think you said something along the lines of, I'm not there yet. And I think you also reminded me about how badly you beat me in ping pong. That's all true. I'm sure I did it in an endearing manner. Did I look like I was, uh, I lost my my manhood or that uh, I took it poorly? No, you were fine. Do you want to say what you just told me, if you're comfortable with it, about... Public displays of affection? My closest friends have always known that I was never the best with public displays of affection. Not that I feel like it's wrong when other people do it. I just grew up in a family in which those, you know, so-called words of affirmation or the love language of physical Mm -hmm. touch was Mm -hmm. never really used. So I don't think I ever knew how deficient I was doing it. So even nowadays when I see some of my closest friends, to hug them takes like a conscious effort on my part so when we were on our date and i thought things were going well and it's not as not as though i thought it was like forced but at some point it just felt cozy and so i we were walking through central park we were walking or not central park bryant park where it was crowded it was a beautiful night thought i'd take advantage of that opportunity you know you're in a memorable place and I remember just reaching over, and it wasn't anything that uh, that I was stunted by, you know, feeling that way. It didn't really kill the mood at all. It was just something, hey, I'll try this. And if it goes well, maybe I'll try something else. But we were having a good time, I thought. We were having a good time, and this is the first time I've ever actually heard that background about how showing affection wasn't something you had growing up. And I may have felt differently if I knew how cautious you had been before, but I I didn't. And that's interesting too. And Chris and I have talked about like, we don't know where someone is coming from generally. Yeah. But I think it's also interesting because for a lot of guys, we do go through a mental struggle in terms of at what point in time should we make that move? At what point (laughs) in time, you know, and, and it's beyond just what our upbringing is. We are genuinely trying to figure out is this the right time? Is this what, you know, ah, and our minds explode. Well, I'm glad it's still intact tonight. But I will say, I mean, obviously I liked you too, because however many years ago that was, 
we're still good friends today. And Chris and I have had an episode uh, where we talked about men and women being friends and does it depend on the number of dates you went on. And I'm really glad you and I were friends. So while I wasn't ready to hold hands then, I'm actually learning so much more now that it means a lot. And, you know, I would probably never be ready on a first date to hold hands because as Chris and I discussed, that to me has a certain level of intimacy. Why? I don't know. But it does. So anyway, thank you. I know we completely put you on the spot. So thank you. You know, I think, because uh, I relate, having listened to the podcast, I, I relate to Chris and the fact that he seems like he's a gentleman. And when he says things on the podcast, I'm always nodding my head because I, you know, even though a lot of times, Erica, you challenge him for things that he does in response to a woman or when he's acting like a gentleman, he is actually doing most of the time what I would have done. Well, you and are I a gentleman. I can honestly say both of you are gentlemen. But gentlemen get penalized, I think, a lot in early dates, particularly first dates, because it's either the guy didn't make a move because he was too much of a gentleman, so then they think that we're not enough of a bad boy or we're not romantic enough, even though you're trying to be polite. Or when we do make that effort to, to do something like I did with you, I think some people would feel like it's like having a newspaper slapped on their nose like they're a dog. Stop doing that. And then it makes me not want to do it again in the future. With other people? Yeah, with other women that I would go out on a date with. And I think that's interesting because I do tell my female clients that if someone does or doesn't do something, it's probably in response to someone he has dated before. I hope. God, now I feel awful. I hope I have not prevented you from going look i don't know your status now but. no because i because i don't do that with everybody but as you said i think what you said of i'm just not there right now right i think is better than just there's some women that'll just pull their hand back and won't even say anything yeah see that that is just a lack of being comfortable communicating i'm glad you know it's funny because i said earlier before we got you on the line i couldn't remember if i said what are you doing or i'm just not there yet and i'm really glad i chose the i'm just not there yet because that's the truth you know and i never want to be disingenuous i mean i love holding hands when i'm ready the first response would have been like the date killer like okay i guess this is it bye Right. And I don't think it, it wasn't. It wasn't it was at all. Sim- I mean, we went out again. Simply, yeah. Did we? But even, la- <laughs> even that night, though, even that night, though, it wasn't like, okay, um, this is awkward now. I'm just going to make up an excuse that I have to leave right now. No, right. that wasn't the case. That's absolutely you know? true. And I think, you know, guys like Chris and I, I think our, our pride is strong enough and our confidence is strong enough that we're not going to let that shake us. Mind you, if we had you know, kept going out continuously, I'll probably then wonder, okay, I have to look for a sign now where it's okay to try to hold your hand now, and knowing if, that... Right. And yeah. and to be perfectly honest, had it gone further, knowing myself, I would have said at some point, you can hold my hand now. It's interesting yeah. that you say looking for a sign because uh, I think I do that a lot on dates is, you know, looking for any type of sign or indication that things are progressing the right way. And I remember a story real quickly. We're talking about kissing. I was seeing somebody. I went to give her a kiss and she turned her head. And so I ended up kissing her on the cheek. The second date, we still went on a second date or the third date. 
The third date, same thing. I went for a kiss. She turned her head and kissed on the cheek again on the third date. So now I'm starting to think either she's not interested or she's not there, right? But it wasn't until the fourth date, I think, or (laughs) maybe later on the third date, I can't remember, where she actually then accepted my kiss. But the entire time I'm thinking... Am I doing something wrong or where's yeah. the sign or what's going on or... You know what I would tell you, her? <laughs> Use your words. Yeah. You know, people are not mind readers. So if you're honest and tactful, that's really all you can do. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. That was a special treat. Thank you. I appreciate being a guest star on this podcast. <laughs> okay, first... I'm so glad we got Kenneth on the phone for that one because it was so interesting to have the additional insight. The only thing I want to add here is when it comes to writing your online dating profile, since we're talking about holding hands and things like that, in general, women are turned off when men mention anything remotely having to do with touching. It could be holding hands. It could be cuddling. It could be kissing. If I read a male profile that says something about, quote, long, passionate kisses, my stomach actually turns. It's like I drank boiled milk. I don't want to think about long, passionate kisses with someone I've never met. Even cuddling, generally, anything having to do with touching in a profile connotes sex. So don't do it. I don't know anyone who doesn't want sex in a relationship ultimately so you don't need to put it there because it's turning people off okay well 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 well, well. i would say not everybody wants sex in the relationship because okay (laughs) my ex-wife definitely did okay we don't need to but you know and, and i don't mean to exclude you know a whole category of asexual people that's not what i'm talking about every one of my clients and that's my database ultimately wants something physical in a relationship, but they don't want to think about the physical before they know you. Sure, sure. I I understand. But I also think that you're stereotyping or overly generalizing a lot of people out there. Do you think that all women, I mean, you said all women, do you think all women, did I say all women go back? Believe (laughs) that. No, I don't think I said all. How many women? What's, what's the percentage of women who are turned off by something that says cuddling in their profile? For a woman looking for a man, I would say 90% of those women are turned off by cuddling in the profile. 90%. And look, yeah, and I'm going to give the advice that works 90% of the time. I'm not going to give the advice that works 10% of the time. Of course, there's an exception to every rule. But in general, if you're turning off 90% of people, don't do it. Okay, well, this is definitely a social media question to ask. I want to get you know, some better stats on that. I don't believe that. I honestly, I don't believe that. Have I put cuddling in my profile in the past? Yes. Have I got matches? Cool. Yes. So, of course you get matches because you're a handsome guy and you probably said other good stuff. But I'm telling you, if you didn't have cuddling, you might get more matches. <laughs> Maybe. I do want to agree that there is most likely a correlation between any type of touching, whether it's long, passionate kisses whether it's cuddling, whether it's whatever, holding hands, that that is being correlated and on some level is being intended to represent sex. I will completely and totally believe you on that. But I do kind of hesitate on saying that it's a turnoff 
for most women. I think that there is a subset of women, 10%, maybe 15%, 20%, I don't know, that have a very, we'll say, romanticized view of relationships who look at things like holding hands on the beach and cuddling by a fire and you know making out under the moon, whatever, as a romantic <laughs> view of what a relationship in their mind would look like. And it works. Okay. I do believe that. Yeah, I hear you. One other thing that certainly is a turnoff for me along these lines and may not be for other people is even if someone simply says, my love language is physical touch, I think, ugh, stop telling me that. Yuck. I don't want to touch you. I don't know you. My love language is physical touch. Yeah, but don't put that in your profile. Okay, but again, this is you and... There are a lot, a lot of people who look at that and just the fact I've actually had women respond to my profile and say, I just like the fact that you understand what your love languages are to the woman. The turn on is the intimate, we'll say, understanding of what my needs are. And that's very attractive that. to women. All right. Well, we could discuss this day and night, but... <laughs> Ugh, cuddling. I mean, I like cuddling, just not with strangers. Well, the thought of it. Oh, oh, and if someone says foot massage, oh my God, I just want to throw up. I don't want strangers thinking about my feet. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, when we get back, let's listen to one of my stories and see the other extreme of what you could experience on a first date. Okay. Did you know So We Met Online is about to reach our 100th episode? Erica and I have had a blast sharing our incredible stories of dating woes and blissful love with all of you over the last few years. Sadly, this will be our last few episodes. But believe me, you don't want to miss them. Join us on our countdown to 100 as we relive some of the most mind-blowing dates and of course, we saved the biggest story for last. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And thank you all for listening to So We Met Online. Okay, so all I can say about this story is OMG. OMG. IVF. <laughs> Let's listen. So we met online. And the first thing we did was decide to talk a little bit before our date. And that's great. On I the don't phone? Yeah, on the phone. So we talked a little bit. And I don't mind that. It, it gave me a chance to get to know her a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And then we decided, hey, the phone conversation was great. Mm -hmm. So let's meet for dinner. So we go and we have dinner. And we sit there and we're talking and we're having dinner and it's enjoyable. We get to dessert and the conversation is fine. We cover a wide range of topics. And there was nothing that I thought, at least initially, that I was going to be concerned about. So mm -hmm. I was sitting there contemplating asking her out for a second date. Mm -hmm. So she then asked about my family and about past relationships. And then the topic of children came up. Okay. Now... Children conversation on a first date is, is something else we can get into. Mm -hmm. But in this particular case, she said, so you have children, which I do. Mm -hmm. I have three children. She said, well, that's great. And I said, you're not married, right? You've never been married. No. And you don't have any kids, right? Mm -hmm. No. And I said, well, is that something you're looking for? Are you looking to have you know, children of your own? And she mm -hmm. said, yes, absolutely. I, I cannot wait 
to have kids. I'm like, well, that's wonderful. I'm kind of curious though, at what point in time within the relationship would you be interested in having kids? This is a deep conversation for a first date. It is. It's a completely deep conversation for a first date. But it came up, and so I just started to go with it. Okay. The reason I was asking was because she was in her 40s. Okay. And she wants to have kids. And so I was curious, at what point in time was she looking to have kids? I was being genuine. I was being sincere about this. Like, if... Everything went well and we started to get to know each other and things led down a, a good path and then we got engaged and then we got married and, you know, and, and I extrapolated <laughs> This is it. all while you're still on yes. the salad, right? Right. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm extrapolating the time period and I'm thinking, you know, by this time she's maybe 43 or 44 and I didn't understand in my mind at what point in time she wanted to have kids. Okay. So, you know, I'm asking her and she says, well, you know... I'm having a great time tonight. You seem really nice and wonderful. And I'm curious, would you be interested in coming home tonight and getting me pregnant? <gasps> I am not kidding. She asked me to take her home to get her pregnant on the first date. You guys can't see me, but I can't lift my jaw right now. I'm just, what? Yes. Now, not only am I curious, I'm wondering, how do I continue this conversation? I don't think you do. I do I end it and say, okay, we're done? <laughs> oh I, my god. I I literally say Well that's very I mean, okay, not to be whatever, but that's very flattering. Flattering, absolutely. Ballsy, maybe. I mean for sure, sure. ballsy. But it means she thought you were you know She thought I was something special. Attractive enough. Yeah, to, she wanted you know. to have my baby. <laughs> so I thought. <laughs> so I thought, because then I said, Well, you know. There are other ways that you can get pregnant. You don't need me to get you pregnant. Why don't you consider something like artificial insemination or something like that? Oh my gosh. In which case she then says, well, I went and did that earlier before our date. Today? Today. <gasps> that night. That day. Oh my God. In which case I said, well, well, hold on a second. Then what do you need me for? To increase your odds? And she said, well, yeah. Oh, my God. She went on to say, well, you know, it's more than just increase my odds. I think you're really cute. Again, I should be flattered. And she said, I just wanted somebody to go with the experience. No. You know, so that I had a face to put with the sperm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> In which case I said, you know, I appreciate that. But again, I'm not sure that that's... This is the right course of action for us for tonight. I said, for all intents and purposes, you're already pregnant, right? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And it naturally came out to the next series of questions like, okay, let's just say you're pregnant and clearly we're not going to work out. What are you going to do? Are you going to keep dating? Are you going to keep seeing people and be pregnant? She's like, well, yeah, they can either accept it or they don't have to. Well, I agree with that. Completely agree. Well, wow. I tell that story on a regular basis to a lot of people, and the reactions are always, she did not. I can't believe that. That did not happen. They did not do that. And yes. <laughs> it's such a compliment to you. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I mean, that's a compliment. She clearly liked what she saw and wanted half your... Genetics. 
Well, but what, but we've said this already. She, in all intents and purposes, she was already pregnant. Well, we don't know. I mean, we don't know I mean, the whole thing. She she just wanted extra guarantee the experience. I I can't tell you what she wanted, but she at least she was honest. Do you think most men would have gone for that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, the sex part, yes. The the baby nine months later, I don't know. Definitely think that most guys would have just been like. Yeah, I'm game. Or, you know, especially if you had somebody who, let's just say, maybe they've had a surgery, maybe they've had, you know, a vasectomy and, and they're, you know, hey, I don't have to reveal this. Let's just go have fun. Oh, God, you went dark. Yeah, yeah, I did. Wow. I mean, I could think of some men being like such an ego boost, like, oh, man, she wants my sperm. Cool. That's coming to bite you when your kid looks up 23 and me. Anyway, <laughs> just saying. That story was at least, I would say, 10 years old as of today. And I still remember the exact conversation. I remember the restaurant that we were sitting in. I remember the booth that we were sitting <laughs> in having this conversation. I remember when the dessert was coming. I remember like <laughs> all of these things. That's how impactful that story was on my life. Well, to think you could have had a 10 or 11-year-old child, that would have been impactful. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs>